for listening to Kohler Mania, where we are audacious, sagacious, and tenacious for the Lord to uphold godly marriages and raise fervent children to be countercultural and stand for biblical truth. Hey guys, thank you so much for joining the channel today. We're so excited to have you. Today, we're going to get into the topic about fathers. In our last episode, episode 60, we talked about honoring our parents. And so today we're going to talk about my father who has recently passed away. So before we get into it, please subscribe the button here and we'll go ahead and get started. So Michael, will you lay a foundation and kind of give our viewers just a quick overview of what we've discussed in the last episode about honoring our parents? Yeah. So, you know, we talked a lot about this in the last podcast. God commands us in the fifth commandment to honor our parents. God repeats this command in Ephesians 5 to honor and obey our parents. This obeying looks very different as an adult child. Parents try to raise kids in the Lord, teach them to honor and obey them as a way to teach them to honor and obey the Lord. We are to raise them to become independent adults. We never stop discipling them and advising them and reminding them what we taught them their whole lives, but they're making their own decisions as adults. But what if we're really disappointed in our parents? They just had a lot of issues they were dealing with and weren't as attentive as we would like, maybe even abandoned us, were harsh with us, never paid attention to us, weren't believers, didn't teach us about God. How do we honor them? You know, we can, we talked about this, we could still honor them by showing them love, respect, value, esteem, unconditionally. We talked about briefly in our last podcast, we can pray for them and go through the process of forgiving them for things they've done wrong, share the gospel with them as as we have the opportunity and, and live the gospel in front of them and in our interactions with them, support them and provide for them when they need us, even if they didn't do so for us. We can right. show them God's love, and this can help to open them up to the gospel if they weren't believers by helping them as they need help. Exactly. Um, you went through this journey with your dad in some respects, correct? Yeah. So my mother and father were divorced when I was very young, so I really didn't have my father around. And again, we talked about honoring and I will continue to honor my father. Um, but he recently passed away, uh, August of 2022. And it was pretty traumatic for me, I would say. Um, I do have to kind of go back a little bit and say, you know, Michael, when I see you, I see you as a great father. I see you, how you treat our daughter and how you spend so much time with her. And I just really see as a grown woman, you know, those are things that I missed out on. I missed out on being daddy's little girl. I missed out on, you know, being protected by my father. I missed out on a lot of things that I think little girls really need. And it's really important. I see how you are with our daughter. And especially like if there's a, a bad storm, she immediately wants you. She immediately wants you to guard and protect. And, you know, I, I think that that's how the Lord established parents, especially fathers. Uh, they're the leaders of the home. They are uh, protectors. They protect their children, especially little girls. So I, I really missed out on that. And just over the years as growing into a, a believer, the Lord really has healed my heart in those aspects because I really struggled I would say I really hated Father's Day. And I hate to use the word hate, but it's true. I did not like Father's Day. I felt like, why is it 
being celebrated and my father is not really around. But, you know, over the years before I was a believer, I really went astray from my father. We spent 10 years without talking to one another, just some situations that had happened and they were very hurtful to me. But as I grew and as I became a believer in Jesus Christ, I really longed to reconnect with my father. I really longed to mature in forgiveness. It wasn't perfect, but I know that the Lord used my mom uh, in many situations to help me overcome some of the hurt and pain and really just uh, resentment of feeling abandoned, uh, feeling left out, and just feeling like I just don't fit, if that makes any sense. It was really hard. Yeah, but what was was impressive, though, is I liked how, you know, what I saw in you is reaching out to your father and giving him calls and and talking with him. And I could tell there was a disconnect there, but you were trying, you know, you were you didn't just give up on the relationship and and you were doing what you could to reach out to him and talk to him on the phone and have our daughter talk to him as well and and get to know something about her grandfather and connect the best that you can. So you were I could tell that you were working on the relationship yeah. and it's baby steps, you know. You got to start somewhere and develop some kind of connection and work from there. And I was, I was proud of you that you were, you were working on it. Yeah, it, it was definitely really hard. There's just a lot of history, a lot of things, um, that, you know, are personal to me. And so I, I tried, I can honestly say I tried. And I think, over the last couple of years, we did start to have conversations, but they weren't, they weren't like very close. My father, we did not believe in the same thing. So he was not a follower of Jesus Christ. And I really wanted to, to talk to him about that a lot every single time. And so I think that there was just not a lot in common when it came to spiritual things. So I tried to meet him where he was, but it just, it seemed like the conversations just weren't building or edifying to one another. But I think really what came to a head is last year in August when we randomly got a text message and it was very upsetting to me. I have to say it, it kind of spurred some feelings here as we're talking about it here on this podcast that you know, the sex message was very, um, it was very hard to read because it was just a quick note to let me know that my father was in the hospital. And it was almost as if there's, there was a, a vision of me from my father's other side of the family since he had divorced my mother. And the vision of me was probably not taken in high regard or high respect. But at the end of the day, I am his child. And so I get this message and it was very hard, but the message basically said that my father was in the hospital if I really wanted to know pretty much. And that was it. And the phone was cut off. 
I literally, I think, Michael, I lost it. I lost it. Um, I don't know. Uh, you, you saw me that night and I read you the message and I literally just bawled out crying, like asking God for help. What do I do? Um, because I was not in contact with my father's wife at the time. So I didn't have a number to reach. And so I was devastated. I was devastated. I can't express how much um, hurt I felt because I couldn't be right there. I couldn't talk to my father. I couldn't know where he was at. I didn't know what hospital. I only knew he was in the Texas area. So I did not know what uh, place or location or who to contact or anything. It was, it was pretty traumatic. What do you, don't you agree that? It well, was- I mean, you bring up a, a good point here that can, there's factors into a difficult relationship is others around you, either your own relatives or relatives of the other person that may not understand that all the history involved yeah. that you two had, cause they weren't, there or the relatives of the other person uh, are only getting one side as mm-hmm. as far as what happened in certain circumstances. So they have a very limited picture. So like in this case, they didn't realize how much you're trying to have a relationship with their father. And I think your father was trying to have a relationship with you mm-hmm. as well. And they may not have a front row seat to everything that everybody's trying to do and um, not realize the importance of the relationship. So then you just get this text out of the blue that says, hey, your father's in the hospital and he may not make it. Just wanted to let you know. And it's like, that's just not the way you inform somebody. Right. And, you know, we had no way of even calling this person back because we they disconnected the phone. It was his phone they were calling on and they disconnected yeah. it. And, and we had to immediately get on the phone and call. I think we called every hospital in the Houston area and realized that there's about a several hundred hospitals in the Houston area we got friends to help us to try to track down where he might be and and it was just a a very difficult situation but you know there's just an example of just you know when you have a difficult relationship it's not just that relationship that's difficult but then you got the people surrounding that that just may not understand or have a full picture of what's going on and may or may not be um, understanding of the situation and um, do things that can help you and help the other person um, connect and have you connect with each with each other. And that can just put another difficult um, factor uh, into the situation. Yeah. And, you know, I do have to say that it was difficult and a really amazing friend of mine, which if I said her name, she probably, she probably beat me up, but she, I, I can't even describe it. I called her because she's like the one that knows everything. It seems like, or she's like the one that can get things done. Right. And she's very efficient and can just figure things out. And so I called her and she immediately like, what's going on? And I told her, and man, talk about a sister in Christ. She literally 
stop what she was doing to help me find my dad. She was so amazing. She was on the phone for hours as you were too, Michael. And I started to look, but I was hysterical because I was like, I can't believe this. It's like everything that I could ever imagine through the small amounts of times that I have spent with my father just gushed within me and the thoughts and the the unknowns and not knowing if I would see him again or what would I, what would my reaction be? And I've thought about this even as an unbeliever before I became a Christian, I thought about what would I do if I found out my father was passing away? Would I care or would I be hysterical? And it's something that you really don't know until you experience it. But you know, becoming a believer in Jesus Christ, I was devastated. So I literally did not know what to do. And here, Michael and my sweet sister in Christ was finding the information within probably a couple hours right before I just couldn't handle it anymore. After just crying for hours, I literally said, that's it. I guess, I guess that's it. I'm not going to find this because my father is going to be taken off life support as of Thursday in that week. So it was Monday night and I was planning on flying out immediately. And within the time I was about to go upstairs, Michael said, Hey, wait, I think I have something. And then my friends like, Hey, wait, I found him. And we found my father at the hospital. We had to get permission. I immediately booked uh, flights and left the next morning. And I just have to say that it was the best thing I've ever done in my entire life is to honor my father and be next to him in his last moments of life. And that was hard. I've, I've never had uh, a family member pass away right in front of me. I've never experienced anything like that before in my life. I've had different people that I knew had passed away, but not your own father um, pass away right in front of you. I was able to fly out um, that Tuesday and uh, talk with the family. I was the only one that went. Uh, I was pretty nervous because here I am flying out there and don't know anyone. So taking risk and t- stepping out in faith, knowing that the Lord was going to protect me. I was pretty much sick inside with um, just fear and distress and just being overwhelmed with so many emotions. And I get there and I get to see my father laying in his uh, bed um, as he's preparing to pass away in the next two days. And it it definitely was really hard, um, a really hard situation. The family pretty much asked me a lot of questions. So we talked through a lot of disconnect, as you were talking about, um, where families did not know each other's backgrounds. And so here I am having to explain myself and almost defend myself 
in a time where your parent is passing away. And what was amazing through the whole thing is I got to meet my brother. I have two brothers um, and two twin sisters, but I got to meet my one brother, Jose, which uh, we would do in a podcast with him, but I got to meet him and really connect with him and talk with him. And I'll just say that as those moments came that Thursday where my dad had to be disconnected from life support that morning, I immediately ran to my brother. It was um, natural. I ran to Jose and and my sister-in-law, Margie, and I embraced them and they embraced me while the rest of the family was embracing each other. And it was, it was pretty difficult to know that my parent, my father has passed away. So I was there for every moment and, you know, traveling back home to be with my husband and my child, I literally just felt so heartbroken. I felt very heartbroken. It was almost like the things that I missed out on, they're gone. The opportunities to rekindle a relationship was gone. And that was a very hard thing to overcome. But knowing and trusting that Jesus knew this was coming, he was preparing me for something else that would come in the next week that would be even harder. And, you know, I'm just so grateful that I had, you know, you, Michael, to be able to to walk through this journey and for you to be an, an example, an amazing example to our daughter, knowing that, you know, I no longer have a father, but, you know, just looking in the light of things, knowing that Jesus is our heavenly father. God is our heavenly father. And he fills, he fills that void of having a father that's no longer here or a father that has been missing because he's not been part of one's life. And to me, you know, I learned a lot through that process. I learned that even though we may have a parent that is um, astray or a parent that maybe we're just not connected to, you just never know because this life is so short and you just never know if you may have that opportunity to rekindle that relationship or to have a deep forgiveness that even though you may not be close, that you're able to forgive and forgive with the love of Jesus to be able to move on and know that it's okay. Like this is where we ended up and it's okay, even though I'll never see him again. And so it's definitely a learning curve and um, a process that, you know, I really wasn't ready to go through so quickly and just in a shock. I mean, 
these things happen like a surprise. It's not like you're going to be warned, hey, in, in a week, this is what's going to happen. But I think it's more about us being prepared and the Lord and being prepared to face those valleys that we don't understand at that moment and just clinging to God's promises. It kind of reminds me of our relationship with the Lord, you know, the emphasis on tomorrow, you know, mm-hmm. like that, that famous song or there, I'll give my life tomorrow. Mm-hmm. What if there is, you know, tomorrow may come in an instant in a blink of an eye when you don't even know, you know, we've had relatives that's, that have said those very things. It's like, I'm, I'm too busy with my life and, and the things that I'm doing with my life. I just can't give my life to the Lord right now. I'll do it in the future. And it's like, you do not know when your time is up. It can come in an instant. Give your life to the Lord this very moment. And that was the way it was with your, your father in, in, in an instant. His life took a turn. And in an instant, you get a text message out of the blue that says he's in a coma and you have to rush over there. And what makes it so devastating is all that struggle that you were doing to try to connect with your father, the realization that there's no tomorrow. Mm-hmm. This is it. You know, yes. I, and if you if you just know when you're if you were to know when you're when your time would be so you could prepare yourself to give your life to the Lord or all your loved ones that you have. If it's like, oh, if I just knew how many people were like, oh, man, if I just knew that was the last time I was going to see my wife, that was the last time I was going to see my child because I had no idea what they were going to face that day and what they ended up facing. I would have hugged them more deeply. I would have I would have told them how much I loved them. And you know, we, we must never lose sight of the fact that we don't know the future. Only God knows the future. And we must treat today with the utmost importance. Let me reach out to my estranged family member mm-hmm. today and make that connection. Let me reach out to the Lord and reconcile my relationship with the Lord mm-hmm. and give my life to him today. Let me do this now because I never know in an instant when the Lord may call me home or may call my loved one home. Yeah. You know, everything that you said was just so amazing. And, and it reminds me of my best friend, Heather, when she lost her father um, at the beginning of 2022 and she was devastated. Little did we both know that we would be experiencing the same pain and hurt in the same year, within six months. And her devastation was so, so hard. I mourned with her. I weeped with her, as the word says, that weep with those who weep, rejoice with those who rejoice. And her loss hit me and just being there and then having my father pass away, it was almost like we could truly connect and talk about these losses. It's really important too, to have that support, to have 
your husband or your wife to understand what you're going through because they're going through it with you together, but also to have sisters or if you're a male, like a brother in Christ, but just having that unity because the body of Christ is so important. This is, this is how we get through life is through each other. It says, do not neglect to meet one another as the days are drawing near. Like we are to gather and to encourage one another in all things. And these were really difficult times for us as we had no idea what was going to happen within the next six days after the passing of my father. So in this podcast, we just wanted to talk a little bit about even honoring those who are not in the Lord, those parents that are not in the Lord, we're to honor them. And if you haven't had an opportunity, please listen to episode 60, where we talk about the importance of honoring your parents, which helps us to honor God. And so I want to end this podcast. It seems kind of sombering, but these are things that we go through as Christians, and it's important for us to be real and to share and stay tuned for the next podcast as we talk about my mother and uh, the things that happened after the six days when my father passed away. Until next time.